Welcome to the latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Surreal Gerald Quinn. As I look at episode, as we are, this is, of course, episode 770 of the Real Deal Podcast, Snowfall Edition. Episode season four, episode seven, through a dark, through a glass, darkly. Through a glass, darkly. That was, of course, the title of this episode. Um, Again, through a glass darkly to have an obscure or imperfect vision of reality from 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 12. It is uh, perfectly describes what a lot of our characters have at this point in the season. We are more than halfway through the season, just three episodes left in the season. Uh, Again, another powerful episode. not a powerful episode of, of Snowfall as both Franklin and Teddy Mac continue to lose things and continue to fall deeper and deeper in terms of their, their respective, uh, you know, respective organizations and respective assignments in terms of what they need to do. We go and go to themes of this episode, internal strife. And we see that within the Franklin Saint household, and we see that within Teddy Mac uh, from within, as he is just coming apart at the seams. Uh, we go to meet, we go to best scenes. Jerome, Louis, Franklin, and Leon having a meeting. This was the first scene of the episode. They are discussing, of course, the fallout of Fatback's death. Uh, Louis. For the first time, you see Louis in a in a you know in a kind of a panic type mood um, because the body, of course, was dropped right in front of a club. So Louis, who is normally a voice of reason, normally a, a calm and cool customer, is you know is kind of uh, you know a little bit all over the place here in this particular scene and kind of nervous and anxious about a possible war. With of course Man Boy and and Scully, um, Franklin, you know, says everything's going to be good. Um, we y'all expanded in Arkansas. Uh, the cops got you know got their fall guy and, and thinking that Fat Back was the fall guy. At this point, they don't. Of course, they don't. They do not know about the bounty that's coming down the, that that is on uh, that's on their heads. Um, so. At this point, but again, Louis is still concerned about the about the uh, a possible war uh, and about violence near a club. And you have Jerome, who is kind of again, kind of resorted to the fate of of, of this life, and he's just going to go with the flow at this point. After receiving the news from Louis from last episode about uh, Reed Thompson and 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 or about you know Teddy Mac and Reed Thompson, who are the same person. And being involved in the CIA. So Jerome was kind of like, okay, we just got to do what we got to do. But he wasn't, you know, you saw Jerome, you saw Franklin kind of check in with Jerome at the end of the scene. As Jerome is kind of quiet, uh, was a little bit quiet during the scene. But again, this scene was mainly about, you know, Louis, to me, Louis being, you know, for the first time looking kind of frazzled. Uh, for the very first, uh, for one of the first times in in the show, over the course of the show, to be honest with you, 
Franklin and Peaches get followed. Very important scene because they're being followed by an unknown. And Franklin is, is able to identify that the fact that they're not being followed because they were going to get jacked. They were being followed because whoever was following them, following them wanted to know where they were meeting the plug, when and where they were meeting the plug. And to me, we know we know who that is. I mean, that that has to be Man Boy. We'll talk. We'll you know we'll flush this scene out later on and connect this scene to a later scene uh, later on in the uh, episode. But there's no question that that is that is Man Boy. And again, Franklin doesn't at this point. Franklin does not know who is following him, following him, but he knows why. He knows, and more importantly, he knows he knows why they're following him. He's able to identify the fact that they are not following. You know, we're, we're not following him to you know try to jack him up. They are following him again to find out where uh, his meeting uh, meeting with the plug. Um, Alden at the shelter, so. Alton goes to the shelter and he sees the baby of one of his, and again, Alton's at the shelter. Again, he's going through it as far as thinking about what transpired over the course of the last episode, him finding out the news, um, him being basically being threatened by Eileen that his family would get, so would get, would get exposed if he didn't help her out, if he didn't help expose Teddy and, 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 and CIA out. So he's, you know, he's fighting his own internal strife in terms, from that standpoint, dealing with his own emotions uh, from within. Um, so it only gets worse for him as he goes into the shelter, sees that the baby of, uh, of, of, of one of the crackheads um, is just, you know, wandering about with no supervision. And he goes and finds out, he goes and, he goes and finds the father who has overdosed um has overdosed right you know right basically right next to the shelter and of course this again this devastates Alton of course that's you know that the father had a had a teenage son as well as a daughter so Alton knows you know Alton understands the system as far as those those you know as far as those kids possibly being um split apart in the future um so we see Alton continuously guilt-ridden over the course of this scene and over the course of this episode. So Alan, Alan meets up with Sissy. He tells Sissy about, um, he tells Sissy, uh, uh, you know, tells Sissy that he thinks, you know, tells Sissy that Franklin should quit. We should get out now. We should get out now. Um, Sissy basically says, let's wait for Franklin. And, you know, he, he is desperate to get out, considering the news that he got from Irene from the last episode. He's desperate to get out. He also sees what the drugs are doing to his community. Um, so Alan kind of is, uh, is is you know is all over the place here uh, with his thoughts. But he uh, the one thing Alan at this point in his life does the, one thing we know about Alan at this point in his life is how much he cares about the community, how much and how perceptive. He is. He sees everything. He, I mean, you remember when he called, you know, he called the, you know, uh, Teddy Mac, basically wanting to use Franklin and would toss him aside at any at a moment's notice. So Alan knows the game. Alan is understanding the road that Franklin is traveling. And he frankly wants, you know, no part of it. 
any longer. And he wants, you know, he wants this, you know, wants the family to get out, to get uh, to get out of it, uh, to get out of this life, this lifestyle. Um, Alan goes in and meets up with Sissy, excuse me, meets up with Irene and confesses with Irene at, at a bar. Irene has a tape recorder and he confesses everything to Irene over, officially confesses everything to Irene as she has a tape recorder. So he has officially basically sold his souls. He's officially basically snitched out uh, Franklin and Teddy Mack to a reporter who, you know, who has her own grudge against the government as we'll come to find out over the course of the, over the course of the episode. So you have them meet up and Irene records every word that uh, Alton talks about out that, you know, in terms of the information that Alton knows. Uh, Jerome talks to Jerome and Big Dion. So Leon is back in the projects, but the problem is he's been gone for so long um, that he is no longer in charge, frankly. And we meet this new character who I think is going to have, is going to play a, a major role moving forward named Big Dion. Big Dion looks like he was straight out the NFL. This dude, this dude was like, he, he, he towered over Leon. And more importantly, he is Fatback's cousin. So he feels, you know, he blames, somewhat blames Leon being responsible for Fatbacks for the death of Fatback. And more importantly, even be, even beside, you know, on top of that, um, he calls out Leon for not taking care of the projects, for not putting money, you know, for not taking care of the projects, not supporting the, the people around the projects, something that Fatback did. And we find out in the scene how valuable Fatback was. You know, we, we joke about Fatback. It seem, seemingly was not the smartest dude in many ways, but in reality, it was Fatback who, in essence, was holding down the projects because of the relationships and because of the money that he was putting back, putting in back into the streets or into the projects. So he bought basically was bought loyalty amongst the people within the projects that allowed Leon to move the way he moved and allowed Leon to run the projects. So that to me was the, the bigger, it was two reveals from that standpoint. The fact that Leon has this powerful, that Fatback has this powerful cousin who is an OG who, um, is uh was around the same age as Jerome. And again, the initial scene, you had an initial scene that he was about to beat Leon's ass. And Leon recognized that, like, I need some help here. Well, I need somebody older that can that could better relate. So so come so then comes comes in Jerome. Jerome, prior to the scene, Jerome told Leon, look, it's more about to an OG like Big Dion is more is more to it than about banging, uh, you know, uh, gang banging and money. It's about community. It's about respect. So they they are able to have a grown man conversation. Jerome and Big Dion. Jerome throws a, a barbecue. They chop it up. They double. They and my matter of fact, I mean, bottom line is they need Big Dion because Big Dion has muscle. Franklin, of course, is trying to rebuild his organization in terms of muscle. Right now, he's, he was light on muscle, so he needs he needs protection from uh, of, of Big Dion. And the bottom line is, he if he wants to regain, if you if Leon if he wants Leon to have the projects again, there's that does not exist without Big Dion. So Jerome 
cuts a deal with Big Dion. They pay the people. They pay Big Dion's people's double. They recruit some muscle, and of course, we see how that will pay. We see how that will pay off later on in the episode. Again, that conversation with Jerome and Big Dion was a man-to-man conversation. Big Dion looked at Leon like a little, like a child, in essence. He really did. He looked, you know, not only so much of in terms of the difference in size, but in terms of just in mentality. But but with Jerome, and apparently Jerome knew knew of some uh, of Big Dion's peoples from back in the day. So they had they made that they made some connections in terms of that. So they were able to chop it up, have a conversation, and come to an agreement basically sparing Leon, I really think sparing Leon and causing, you know, I, uh, for Franklin to have, you know, less things that, uh, something, um, less thing that Franklin would have to worry about. Leon's bounty. So Leon has a $5,000 bounty on his head via Khadijah. We know Khadijah wants him dead. We'll get to, we'll, we will get to Khadijah because Khadijah was on, she was on another one. In this episode was with some of the stuff she's doing. So Leon, so a crackhead, as Leon is talking to uh, some of his new some of his new soldiers during that night, and and with, with Jerome and talking talking business, a crackhead comes up, pulls a gun on uh, Leon, and says five thousand dollars. You got a five thousand dollar bounty on your head. Um. Said, basically said, you know, my kids, I, my kids need to eat, and so on and so on. And before she pulls the trigger, uh, you know, Leon, Leon sees one of his soldiers behind her and says, you know, how are you gonna collect the money if you're dead? So one of his, one of his new soldiers, a guy who could calculate basically ten thousand times a thousand, ten thousand. Basically, this guy was is, is, is a little is a math whiz, but we see that we see that he was uh, he's vicious in the streets as well as he. Was she, he was ready to uh, take out the crackhead who was about to kill Leon with the bounty, uh, who has a bounty on, on his head. And we find out that not only does Leon have a bounty on his head, anybody connected to Leon has a bounty on their head. So uh, Franklin, not Franklin, Leon tells the girl, you know, if you want something, you know, next the thing to do is ask, give her some, he gives her some money. Jerome says, hold up, and takes about half the money and, you know, takes about half the money and uh, asks for more information from the girl. And that's where they found out that that Jerome, that uh, not only does uh, Franklin, not only does Leon have a bounty on his head, but again, Jerome, Franklin, Louis, anybody connected to Jerome, to Leon has a bounty on their head. So we get to Khadijah. Khadijah again is is just is is on a rampage right now. She has someone killed who looks like Leon. So she has two of the two of the girls come up to uh, go you know go up to um, Man Boy and ask for the about ask for the five thousand dollars. It turns out that person that they killed was you know resembled Leon but was not Leon. Man boy told, you know, tells them basically, you know, basically tells them to fuck off and just get away. He almost, and he pulls a gun on, on two of them. So then you have man boy and Khadijah meet up and man boy is enraged because Khadijah is, you know, is frankly, is out of control. And she, man boy says, look, I got shit in motion and I'm going to connect that to the, to, to one of the earlier scenes. Man boy is the one 
who was following Franklin, or not him directly, but his people's man boy. Similar to again, we keep making these wire snowfall comparisons, but I I I, I look at man man boy has some Marlowe Stansfield in Stansfield in him. Man boy, like Marlowe did in season five, with taking out Prop Joe and 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 and, and uh, going through the cutting Prop Joe out to connect. Man, you see, Man Boy is trying to is, has a plan to cut Franklin to meet the connect and cut Franklin out to connect. And right now, with how unstable Teddy Mac is, it would not be that hard to be honest with you. That that is a meeting that Franklin does not want to happen. You do not want Man Boy and and Reed Thompson meeting and Teddy Mac or Teddy Mac meeting. Don't want that meeting to happen if you're Franklin. So. Man boy's frustrated by Khadijah. Um, she has again, she's just she's put the five thousand dollars on his head, on 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 Leon's head. And um, so we see those two argue. And of course they're brother and sister. And of course, she has she does not have any patience with man boy or Scully in regards to she wants to kill, she wants Leon, and that's all there is to it. Um, so this is going to be very interesting, interesting from a standpoint. These two clearly are not on the same page. Uh, Man Boy is thinking long term, playing the long game. Khadijah wants instant revenge. Um, we see Teddy. So Teddy and Avi, to give you some context on this on this scene I'm about to describe, Teddy and Avi go down to South America. We find out about the stolen guns that there was an inside job. One of the bankers took 15 million dollars from teddy which not which uh caused which you know caused a uh for the guns for a shipment of guns to basically go missing didn't have the money for the shipment of guns which you know which complicated the war in nicaragua of course so a lot there were a lot of moving parts with this um teddy finds out the banker he finds out that first of all the money has been put back into his account but even with that being said, he still wants to know who was it, who was it that took the money out of his, took, took $15 million from him. So he goes to the banker's house, uh, even without even having Avi advise him not to do so. He goes there, tortures this guy, does that, that water torture where he puts a towel over the dude's head and pours water on him. That's one of these techniques that you see in a lot of these movies with hostage, with hostages with uh, hostages, you saw it in a uh, safe house. You saw it was been coming on, uh, on on HBO recently. Safe house had it, uh, where they where they had that as a as a torturing technique. So Teddy uses that, and the police he gets no information from the dude, and the cop as the cops bust in along with the bank manager and Avi. Teddy is able to slip out to slip away, um, just missing the cops. Teddy at this point is, is off is, is, is just off his rockers. Uh, he's snorting coke. He's drinking a lot. He, it, you know, the, that's the shit with his it, with his brother has completely thrown him off. He is un, as unstable as unstable can be. Even we had a scene where even um, Franklin was, was was talking to Gustavo about him, asking him if he was good. And Gustavo, of course, is following orders. Is going to say, "Hey, no, he was, he's okay. He'll be fine." Um, but Franklin, of course, is, is definitely concerned about how unstable Teddy is uh, at this moment, and and he's even Teddy's even more unstable than he, than even Franklin 
than even what Franklin realizes. So he tortures the banker and gets nothing out of the banker. I mean, no information whatsoever. And it was, and it was able, but it was able to get away before the cops came in and bust down the door. You go through Alton, Sissy, and Franklin. Um, so you have Franklin finds out that his dad's a snitch and his dad, you know, says, hey, I see, I, I said a Shakur went to uh, Cuba. Of course, he's talking about referring to one of his old, his old one of his uh, Black uh, Panther, um, you know, one of his Black Panthers colleagues back in the day. Uh, Franklin is not trying to hear any of it whatsoever. He is enraged by it. If you remember, they don't have the greatest relationship to begin with. If you go back to season two, Alton, of course, abandoned Franklin, end up end up going to jail. Um, it didn't take much, it didn't take a lot for them not to be on the same page. And this is the this is considered to be like the ultimate betrayal by Franklin, by Alton. He pistol whips, and I, I really thought that he might shoot him, to be honest with you. I, I thought they, they did an excellent job at kind of making you think that he actually might kill him, but he pulls a gun on him, pistol whips him, says, don't ever call me son, and, and kicks him out the house. Sissy, of course, is going is to, and, and again, in, in a scene earlier, Sissy was speaking to Alan, and she says, listen, this, is, this was like a two-year thing. And Alan basically said, <coughs> Alan is basically saying, you are you're fooling yourself. This is not, not going to end anytime soon, which he's right. But again, Sissy is committed to, is fully committed to Franklin. She's going to ride or die with Franklin. This is all there is to it. Um, so Franklin, at this point, is feels completely betrayed. Not only not, is two things going on here. Not only you got the betrayal from his father, but the fact that all this information is out there. Uh, all this information is out there to a reporter, and the blowback that he could face from 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 Teddy, and just his. I mean, he. I mean, this could obviously, obviously sink the entire organization, uh, beginning with Franklin. So, despite what the reporter told Alan, saying saying that he would she would leave her family out of it. Um, Franklin, again, this totally goes against what Franklin's all about in regards to not snitching, in regards to not giving up his people. You saw that if he was going to give up anybody, it would have been Leon. He protected Leon. So this is, this is against anything that Franklin believes in. And you, I, I cannot see that that relationship being repaired anytime soon, to be honest with you. I just can't, like, that, that relationship is, is, is dead at this point. Um, so, so we see Tenosi and Franklin. So after this, Franklin, of course, is distraught. He meets up with Tenosi, Tenasi. Uh, um, she does his hair, or whatever, scalps, you know, greases his, his scalp. And uh, Franklin, you know, says, you know, I mean, I, we, we're in a lot of trouble without going to, going to specifics as a, as a tear rolls down his eye. Uh, again, a lot, of, a lot going on in this episode, to say the least. Again, themes made the themes to me was internal strife, um, and again, the, both Franklin and Teddy. Franklin continues to lose things. We saw him lose, you know. We saw him lose to lose his operation. 
in regards to the projects. We've seen him lose. Uh, you know, what happened with Fatback. We see him, even though Leon is somewhat back on his side, they are not as close as they once were. Uh, now he's lost his father. Um, so he, throughout the course of the season, has continuously lost things. Um, still using the cane. He um, he's, in, he's in a position where he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to make some tough decisions. He's going to make some tough decisions and then uh, to, to, to kind of like combat what's going on with, with, with what's going on with his father. We saw, we see that, um, we see that Irene, of course, is celebrating. Uh, Irene, of course, is celebrating, you know, out and giving her all the information that he gave her. We see Irene, you know, wanting to share a drink with her ex-husband. Uh, her ex-husband, of course, is not as thrilled because he knows he knows that Irene is a. He, first of all, he doesn't. Her ex-husband is a smart one because the, the ideal, you know, I, during some scene, during a scene with Irene and Alden, Irene basically basically saying, "I can protect you." There's no way in the world that Irene can do anything to protect. Franklin and his family. I mean, she's a reporter. Like that, 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 that information, and you know, her ex, you know, her ex-husband knows uh, that, you know, that the information, what she has, is too is is powerful and dangerous. And you know, he basically tells her, like, you, what are you going to do when this gets out? Like, how are you going to, how are you going to be safe when all when this information gets out? So and and then we find out that Irene also has a grudge against the government. So she has her own uh, she has her own agenda from that standpoint. Also, one last thing before we get to the MVP, um, we saw some information about Lucio. Of course, you saw uh, Gustavo ask about Lucio last week. Uh, asked Teddy Teddy Mac if he can help to find Lucio. We saw something come over a uh, fax machine, come over the fax machine in regards to Lucille being uh, having a change of identity. So I don't know if that meant, means her. She's just completely just gotten some plastic surgery done. She's no longer Lucille. So, again, that is going to play out, I feel like, in season five. And by the way, uh, and I forgot to mention it last week that the uh, snowfall has been extended another season, um, rightfully so. Uh, to season five, so they they got signed in, signed on for a season five, which certainly is no surprise whatsoever. Still, a lot of things to flush out. Uh, but we see Irene at the end of the episode. We see Irene turn in the article that she, this information that she's going to, uh, in terms of exposing uh, the CIA as well as well as Franklin, as well as Franklin and his family. Um, so again, great episode. Um, you see, you know, a unstable Teddy Mac, and you see Franklin having, of course, a number of issues within the family, within and within the organization, as he tries to recruit more soldiers and continuously tries to expand. Um, the MVP of this episode was Alton, without question. The guy who plays him, Kevin Carroll, well, Kevin Carroll was tremendous in this episode from start to finish. This was a Alton-driven episode. He was in a number of scenes. 
um, you could just feel that, you know, what's going on in the, in the community is killing him. He wants no more, he no longer wants any part of his lifestyle or wants any part of his family being, having any part of this. So it'll be very interesting to see how they move forward, forward with his character. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what, what happens when Teddy Mac finds out that uh, Alan's been running his mouth. So that's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, Snowfall Season 4, Episode 7. I will see you next time. Have a great, great evening.